told me he was eating. He was eating. He told me. Oh, well, we're live now. Oh, my goodness. Hey, what's going on, folks? Welcome to the season finale of the last little podcast. Uh, we decided we were going to go ahead and get started. We're waiting on Ace and we're waiting on Sasser. You get here. Oh, wow. Look at that. Right on time. Look at that. Hello. You're late. Came out of nowhere. Uh, so where's Dalton at? That's the real question. Sasser, I do not know. I've reached out to him. Send him an email. But yes, he said he was coming oh to give God. his thoughts. Does he know we live? He just going to walk off the camera? Yeah, I have no idea what's up with him. Wow. Uh, yeah, the power went out and the internet thing, so we had to restart it and everything. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is the season finale, season three finale of The Last Run. Uh, you know, it's just us two, so I called it Last Run Podcast. If good. Last okay. Give Podcast. The season Last finale. Give Podcast. Yeah. Uh, last Run actually sounds better, though. I'm going to be honest with you, it does sound better. But, yeah, we're going to hit up... Um, the new Stanley Cup champions at Colorado Avalanche. Congrats to them. Uh, mm-hmm. What the Lightning should be doing this offseason. Well, our thoughts on it, at least. Um, some other news coming around the NHL. NHL NBA news. NBA free and, agency. Yes, for the thing. But, you know, he's right. NBA free agency is coming up July, what, 1st? I um, believe July 1st, yeah. July 1st is tampering period. So all the goodies are going to come out then. Who knows? Maybe we'll get lucky and we'll get some breaking news live tonight. Hopefully. I don't know. That word of power will go out and then we'll get cut off. It's one of the two to know in between with this show. But, um, yeah, JP, if you want to hit this intro after that, we tell them like, share, subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend. Dalton probably will join us later. Yeah. Yeah. Dalton, Dalton, where are you, bud? Where are make you? Sure, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Also, too, we have the previews. That- for our, for our preview breakdowns and stuff coming up. So, like I said, the all the NFL ones will be out next month leading up to the um, Pro Football Hall of Fame game between, yeah, between the Jaguars and somebody else. Um, but, yeah, they'll be out by then. Um, also, too, in August. Isn't uh, the Jaguars and Raiders? I think I it's know. the Jaguars and the Raiders. But yeah, but and then also to our family preseason breaking will be out two weeks before family travels to Chapel Hill to play UNC. So on the twelfth, that will come out and be released. So, um, Jay Peeps, I got one question for you. What's when's the, uh, when's the when the NFL um, prediction show coming out? Dude, I'm not going to lie. You literally, I did not understand a word you just said. Uh, I didn't hear a word from both of y'all for a second. Um, What happened? Yeah, we'll the intro. It was weird. Anyways, we're um, late. Yeah, we're just going to run the intro. So my first question I was trying to ask Jay Peeps is, uh, when is it the, the NFL uh, preseason shows are, are dropping all of our predictions? The shows? first one is uh, sometime in mid-July. I think it's going to be the 18th or 16th. Where's Jay Peeps? He's supposed to be here. It's supposed to be a three-way show tonight. There we yeah. go. There we go. And we actually are going to make it a four-way show tonight because... Oh, unexpected. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Stoopy. You well, have you failed his job. Well, hey, he hey, hey, it's a house secret, all right? We do not share that house secret. Why does he look cleaner? He just he got had a, a bath. bath. He just had a bath. He got soaked in the rain, so he got to give him a bath. 
He didn't he was outside. I think, I think it's the lighting too because I did put a, a, a headlamp over uh, my desk. Yes, yeah, reflecting bad off your glasses right now. We're getting so off topic. Okay, yeah, my bad. Yeah, stick to the stick to the topic. My okay. So yeah, the Lightning lose in six games to the Avalanche. The Avalanche have never lost when they've made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. They're three and zero. Oh. They should have been two and one, but um, that guy who opens our intro, Torn Quad, uh, I'm, I'm gonna just leave it right there. I'm not gonna get too much into that. All right. You, all you right. know who who opens our intro? Oh, okay, my bad. Okay, I got you. I got you. So keep what, going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, you know, two games were lost in overtime. The other final game was a one goal game. All three three games, one goal games. Who's their much most clutch player and who scores their big overtime game winners? The Just referees. Saying, who's? I hate you for that one. Um, <laughs> I, I've always had a thing for refs since um twenty was eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. I've had a thing or twenty nineteen. I've had a thing for refs, but I'm getting the years mixed up nowadays. I'm getting old. Oh well. Sophomore year of high school. That's how I remember it. Yeah, we're getting off topic on that. All right. Anyway, so Avalanche takes out. Done. But you got your sheets. Let's go. Hit, let me hear. What, right. what What do you think happened? The rest? Um, yes. Uh, I I do believe um the referees are um handing the games to a, an extent, and you know I kind of did fingerprints that. all over it. I mean, look. I, I mean, yes. I mean, but listen, you could say the same thing about the Super Bowl. You could say the same thing about the about the NBA finals for some games where the Golden States were getting work um they were getting all the calls and the Celtics were having some phantom calls. I mean I, I could point out to that as well. I mean and then also in the NHL finals. I mean we could point out that like how Colorado got away with the six men on the ice on that um well essentially the series um tilting goal essentially. That's really what it was. I as a paper I will say this. I've actually been switching to the paper for some time now. I'll I'll say this. I do feel like I mean I'm not going to sit here and say that yes, this might have been rigged, but at the same time, too, referees didn't do the Lightning any favors. I will say, but at the same time, you need to also remember after what the report that came out today and that I saw this morning, the Lightning had Lord knows how many injuries that they were dealing personally. <clears throat> One name. I was, was gonna one get name I was expecting to see on that list, and he wasn't there, which makes me twenty times more mad at him. We'll so say the name. Bumass Alex Corn. Oh, he's I mean, getting the name Bumass for what he did in the playoffs, and he didn't even show up on the injury report. I mean, honestly, if, if there's any more, hey, hey, listen, you know, you know, he's just gonna be trade bait, all right? We'll, we'll package him. <laughs> Who would want him? He had, people, he had a career season in the regular season, but he couldn't do diddly squad in the playoffs. Well, then, well, then someone's going to want him for, for, for their playoff run during the season. I say this, so it's like I think I feel I feel bad for Corey Perry. I, I'm wondering, like, I'm like, who did he make upset? Like, um, his negative card karma for his uh, uh, like you know, after the play stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like that just generates his bad energy that just comes back on him. Since he since he's been older, he's been doing it more mm-hmm. than he was back in when he was in Anaheim. And he's just I mean, like, I mean, I he, did, he did finish with a championship before. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, back it, in two thousand and eight. It's not. It's not. It's not, it's not like he's like he's gonna finish his career ringless or anything. So it's, I mean, but still, I mean, you know, you you would think that you get to this many Stanley Cups, you'd, you'd have brought one home by now. Well, I mean, I mean, listen, I mean, as much as we could rag on the refs on the series, I mean, we, I, I'm gonna like point out all the injuries that had came out. He's gonna like take my wow. So, I mean, I'll, I, I'll let him have it. I'll let him have it. You know what? No, he didn't actually go look for the stuff. He, he has all his like he did the info. <laughs> I was gonna say, wait, hold on now. Ace found that. You gotta let Ace tell that. All right, but I mean, I mean, we did have a, quite a bit of nor- notable injuries. And you know it, it was shown on the ice. Like I, I noticed the Tampa Bay Lightning was playing very slow against the Toronto series, a little bit against the New York series, and it was definitely shown in the Colorado series as well. I'm gonna let Ace take over it, but I'll be <laughs> completely honest with you. Since I saw the, the uh, Toronto series, 
I, I just wasn't expecting them to win the entire thing. And it wasn't it wasn't me doubting the Tampa Bay Lightning. It was just what I saw on the tape and what I've been seeing on ice. We were just a much slower team this year. Versus they were going to shut them and swept by the Rangers. Wait, what? You said they was going to get swept by the Rangers. Oh. And you said they were going to get gentlemen swept oh, okay, by the okay, Rangers. Okay, okay, okay. Slow down, slow down. Everyone thought. And then you're going to get gentlemen swept by the Avs. So uh, you, you literally just you repeated that we're going to watch the Toronto in game seven. So, VJ, Ace, I, I know you want to play petty and stuff, but let's be honest. Petty. You are playing petty. All right. You are, you are being petty. And listen, everyone was, everyone thought that after game two against the Rangers series that we were getting gentlemen swept. All right. Because we looked very bad. And Victor Hedman was, was getting away with some. Oh, my God. Victor Hedman was getting away with no, what? No, no, Victor Hedman was 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 committing some very costly turnovers in, in those first two games, along with the Lightning sloppiness. All right, and obviously that was cleaned up. And uh, all right, we, we had a chance. But listen, we did the same thing against Colorado Avalanche. One, this man ain't even watched Game Two when he's saying this stuff. Yes, if um, you would actually game, watch Game Two, game you would two know of that. The, uh, of that. Of that. Of that Ranger series was was very messy. No, it wasn't. Game two was not messy. Game one was messy. Game two was messy because Nikita Kucherov turned the puck over in the start of the third period and let Panarin score. So let's get that straight. Well, yeah, but guess what? The whole team as a whole, why are we playing the blame game, all right? I know you want to get your sense of attention, but I'm telling you right now, Ace, it's not worth it. And I'm just, just pointing out some knacks that this Lightning team did had this postseason, oh all right? So, yeah, the, the team was a mess game one and two in that New York series. And if you want to play pointing fingers, then, yeah, go ahead and point fingers. But in the end, it's a team mistake, and John Cooper did a Unless good job. Unless they were down by in game three. Let's see if he knows. What did they come back from in game three? Oh, dear. I don't even remember game two. 2-0. I hope you guys see my face right, right now. I know. You're like a little child enjoying the parents' fight. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really going to cut this. I, I think, I think, I think. All right, but anyway. I think, I think Jordan uh, was right when we went to beat us the, the other night. I think he was topic. right that my brother is my number one person I always argue with, not one of my former track teammates. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Jordan Rizal released the injury report. They had their final medics exams at 8 a.m. this morning. So, yeah, so some notable ones. I'm not going to – you want me to read out the whole – all of them or just yeah, the all major ones? Because all right, I'll read all because let's be honest, people want to call Tampa Bay for having tainted cups the past two years. All right, but Colorado, they they beat a not a not fully healthy Tampa Bay team. It's 2019 Warriors Raptors series. I, I don't know what's so hard to realize. All right, uh, Pierre Edward Belmar had a meniscus injury since the start of the playoffs. Zarelli had a shoulder AC joint sprain in his uh right shoulder that he got in the Rangers series, and he dislocated the left shoulder in the Colorado series. That's why he couldn't take face-offs for games four, five, and six. Or No. Yeah, games four, five, and six, he could not take a face-off because he had a dislocated shoulder. Kevin Love style. So there's that. <clears throat> After game three on that dirty hit by Devontae, Nikita Kucherov had an MCL sprain. You could definitely see it on the ice. He was not moving very fast after that. Nick Paul had a shoulder AC joint sprain uh, against the Rangers, and then he sprained his MCL in Colorado when he was on one leg and he couldn't come back. That is the one I'm talking about. Um, Corey Perry had a shoulder AC joint sprain. That's probably from banging shoulders with the goalies or something. I don't know. That was back in the Rangers series. Point had a quad tear. We all know that one. McDonough had... I don't know exactly what mangled finger is. I mean, destroy, like a destroyed finger, I guess, is essentially what that is from a block shot. Um, two names, actually, I was surprised. And Brandon Hagel had a broken foot. But two names I was surprised weren't on that list was Alex Korn and Eric Chernak. I mean, Chernak was still blocking shots, but you can see him definitely was hurt coming in and out of the lineup, trying to gut it out. So... <clears throat> Gorn just wasn't moving his normal speed. I don't know if he just didn't have any puck luck, which definitely contributed to the uh, Avalanche series because, you know, two goals they scored in game four were off the skates of an Avalanche player or a Lightning player. 
it wasn't like an actual skill goal. So, I mean, when the puck bounces your way, it bounces your way, I guess. But oh, I'm yeah. just pointing the stuff. Not excuses, just pointing the reasons. Hey, hey, I do want to point something out to you. Well, actually, before I point something out to you, I do have a question because I always been, I've been fighting Maple Leaf fans over this. That they, they still believe that game seven was controversial, and they believe that 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 one goal that was taken away from them should have counted for them because they because they didn't think they committed a goalie interference or whatever it was. All right, what we play the NHL rule book. That is interference then, but they never really call it. It's like you know in NFL, there's the pick play they run on offense. Yeah, and we, they generally will call it. That's what that was. Or pick another wide receiver's defender to get them wide open. You can't technically mm-hmm. receiver that to finish the route and run through that guy in order to make it seem like he's trying to get open. Yeah, and what happened was it was the equivalent of an NFL pick play where the guy stopped and knocked out Soroy from the play, and then they want to complain that in the Rangers game four, I'm going to – no, game five, when Sergeyev scored the game-winning – well, not game-winning, the game-tying goal. Nick Paul bumped an, a Rangers player and got Sergeyev enough space to hit it. But at, when you watch them, you know, like when you're in hockey, you're trying to move your more a lot of rotations on offense. On off, on offense, really, is, I guess what you call it. They rotated, and when Paul was rotating out, his leg just clipped the other guy's leg. But that's why they were complaining how when Justin Hall did it on Sorelli in Game 7, that was clearly intentional when you watched the Paul one. It was just, you know, their legs hit each other and they both bumped off. And it was a, you know, if you watch like Andy Reid, Sean Payton type, and Bruce Arians type offenses, they have those natural pick plays, J-peeps. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with the Paul one. But then when you watch the one in game seven, it was a, it was an intentional pick play. That's the best way. So, I can so, so, it. so it's so it's kind of like an offensive pass interference, kind of. Yeah, and a, a pick play. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I mean, that would make a lot of sense. I mean, I figured we should probably clear that up because a lot of our lightning haters and doubters were clearly oblivious. I just want to point out all the nicks and nacks and make the like hate on us. And you know, well, I, well, I before we, before we go to the MB, I wanted to ask JP what he thinks. So, do you want the Lightning to keep Palat and Nick Paul? Andre Palat and Nick Paul, who are both unrestricted free agents this offseason. And you have Anthony Cirelli and Mikhail Sergachev's restricted free agency pending next season. Would you move McDonough $6.5 million contract and Alex Korn's $4.5 million contract for next year out to pay all four of those guys? I would honestly, here's what I would do. Um, Based on what I've heard from John Cooper, I would keep the core together. And that's what I would focus on first. And then I would worry about adding and re-signing who I need to re-sign and add. So is I'm not too up up to date on who's the core and stuff. So is McDonough and Sergachev, are they part of that core? Sergachev is twenty three, McDonough's thirty four. Kalorn's so, thirty three. Are they 32. part of that? Are they part of that core of players around Stamkos? The core, the core of the players is Stamkos, Kucherov, Point, Vasilevsky, Hedman, Sergachev, and Sorelli. And Sorelli? Sorelli, as you saw it in the playoffs, Sorelli shut, tried his best to shut down Matthews. He got better luck with Tavares. When Matthews was the MVP, couldn't do much. He shut down Alexander Barkov, who's one of the best forwards in the league. Shut down uh, Mika Zabanajan when he got put on him on assignment. And when he was healthy, he was shutting down Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon didn't get a goal until Game Four. I'm definitely, five. I'm definitely bringing back Sergachev. Sergachev, me and Dalt, me and uh, D. Sasser, we was talking about this. I think it was before the episode he came on because I couldn't find the clip in the actual mm-hmm. show. We were mm-hmm. talking about how Sergachev, we wanted to, he was good on defense already in the playoffs, but you wanted him to take that step on offense, it, and he did. He had, I think, like nine points to close out the from game four of the Rangers series to the end of the Stanley Cup. He had like nine points. He had a couple, I think, three goals and a bunch of us. Yeah, oh, you, might, you might want to let him down. Let him down. Let him go. 
He just no, heard something. Let him fight somebody. Let him fight something. No, he'll stop. He just saw something. All right, let's move it over. All right. Um, I, do want, I do want to put in my two cents on who I think the Lightning should keep. Um, I definitely do want to see Arantxa Palat get his full – I want to see him get his money. I want to see Sorelli back. And I want to see Sergei back. Um, Alex Kalorna could go. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. And, um, right in point. Kalorna's hmm? got one year left. Next year is the last at last year of Kalorn's contract, so he's an expiring deal. But I mean, so you only have five million already in cash space. So if you move out Kalorn's contract, you have enough and excuse me, guys. Contract, you got excited. Hey, Flash, mute yourself. All right, he's gone. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, uh, move on to the NBA. <laughs> that comment came right after you left. Right, no, don't worry. He'll 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 be back. We'll we'll let him answer. Don't worry, Ashton. He'll be back. It's all good. Yeah. As we move, actually, I'm gonna leave that right there. As we move to the NBA, oh, and then he brings the dog back after the dog trying to get down. All right, uh, Flash. Hey, we have a, Flash. We have we have a response for you. Hey, Flash. Ashton no? was looking for you. Ashton. Oh, what's up, Ashton? Um. Listen, um, until I came back like a few weeks ago, I actually have been taking care of some school stuff as I am in the middle of processing of transferring from the University of South Florida to a small Catholic school up in Dade City. Many all would know it as St. Leo University. So I'm hoping for a new beginning and let's see where it goes. Wish me luck, y'all. Most definitely, most definitely. But yeah. Also, on to the NBA now. Um, we've got. Yeah, I'll, I'll save it for after. It's fine. Go. Hot topics. Well, Russell Westbrook heading back to the Lakers. And then you have Kyrie opting into his Nets contract. So, I mean, what, both guys are getting, what, $50 million? No, uh, Westbrook is at – and 44 Yeah, Westbrook's at 44 Kyrie's at 36 Wow, so Westbrook's getting $36 million to shoot bricks with LeBron and for AD to sit in a wheelchair and be injured. Who said that? Oh, don't worry. There's a lot of sources that have said that. Oh, oh, I know. It's a, it's a lot of hate. Leave him, leave him. And then Kyrie's going back to the Nets, and him and that core have not even played together, I'm sure. Listen. Kyrie will get 36 million to sit at home. Ben Simmons already getting paid, what, 35 because his feelings was hurt? Ben mm-hmm. Simmons got paid $35 million, and he didn't play a single uh, second on the court because his feelings were hurt. Right. Listen, I'm going to just say one thing about the rest stouters and why he did play terribly. I've said it too many times. I really do not want to say it again, but if people want to call him Russell Westbrook because he's been, he's been shooting bad, listen, we, we all know who the main problem was, and I'm still pointing my finger at Frank Vogel. We're never letting Russ completely into that system of offense and, and, and not letting him find his groove when shooting because everyone knows very well that Russell Westbrook is a very streaky guy when it comes to shooting. You cannot – you cannot let that guy, like, not give him a whole lot of minutes on the court and expect him to shoot well when he does when he takes a few shots for his shot to go down. A volume shooter is what he is. I forgot that. Uh, I forgot what Russell Westbrook was Flash's guy. Uh, was you talking smack or was Dom? Uh, what did Dom say? Dom, Dom hates Russ. Oh, I mean, I I just forgot that I forgot he was that Russell Westbrook was your boy. So. I mean, yeah. I, I would expect a much better season out of Russell Westbrook next year, unless they fail to use him correctly again. The way me and, me and Ace just looked at you when you said that. No, I wasn't looking at him. I was trying to figure out what the hell's wrong with this lamp. Oh, you but, can look at me funny all you want, but I'm telling you the truth. Y- y- y'all can fly ahead with, with Skip Bayless and his nonsense oh, Lord. and all of that, but listen. Okay. Oh, all right, no, baby no, no. Stevie Nave, we're gonna move on. All right, so the NBA draft was last Thursday, and the only reason why I was not depressed that the Lightning lost was because the Magic shocked the NBA media. They didn't shock half of Magic's fans because there was mm-hmm. a small group of us who who knew was like, the Magic don't actually leak what the hell they're doing. You don't know what they're doing until it happened because a lot of us didn't know that Franz, was gonna, Franz Wagner was going to be the pick at eight, and mm-hmm. he ended up being, and myself included, was shocked about it. And that's when I went, all right, whatever the hell the media is saying about what the Magic going to take, it ain't true. Woj ain't got nothing on them. 
And I think ESPN was salty about it when they took Paulo Bancaro over Jabari Smith at one. Wait, so the Magic had the first and the eighth pick? No, last year they had the fifth and the eighth pick, right? Okay. okay. And when they took Franz last year, everybody was expecting it to be Book Knight or Moses Moody or a forward like that on that, like James Book Knight was a guard, but there was a couple other forwards in that draft that they expected him to take and they didn't put Franz with them at all. He had like mm-hmm. a like a secret workout essentially, but they didn't bring it up at all. So that's what happened with him. And then Paul, they didn't even work him out, like in the sense, you know, like how Jabari, the, the media had all the reporters. He did a press conference. No, he didn't even go on the court and like actually played bas- basketball for him. He he did the meetings and all that kind of stuff, but he didn't actually play in front of them. He did the pro day and all his other stuff. And even uh, Jeff Waltman said it himself. He's like the president for the Magic. He said, if you look at the guys, when you watch a guy, you have to see how they progress from November to March, to April, you know, March, April time. And you have to see if they actually developed and progressed in their game and raised it. Raised, they played and elevated from November to February. And then when March and April come around, you got to see them raise their game to that next level. And he said Paulo did that for him. And I, I was happy with that pick. I mean, sure, they might have won the draft the wrong year, especially with um, Wemby the Pooh coming next year. Is might going to be my nickname for him, even though it's probably pretty bad for him. Wait, wait, who? Victor won by Banya Ama. I, I can't say the name, the French dude. But I'm fine with Paulo. He can be thick Tatum, and I'll be very happy. All right, so who's the biggest winner of the NBA draft to y'all? We have a question. I think – well. As, at the moment, I, w- I might have to say Oklahoma City because, I mean, they've, they've kind of been drafting smart, but it might be too soon to say that. Um, Houston Rockets, I, w- I like their pick, but, I mean, it's just what I'm looking at the future with, you know, with the suspect management on how um, Farida likes to be cheap and letting superstars walk away. But in terms of draft aspect, they have been doing a very good job in their rebuild, I would say. Um, I would say Detroit. You know, they got Jalen Dern and Jaden Ivey to go with Cade. I like what Detroit's doing up there. I would have said Charlotte with um the Williams guy, but they hired Steve Clifford, and that's just a step in the wrong right. direction. That was an absolute horrible hire, so I can't say them. But, I mean, the Magic got their scores, so maybe them too. Hmm. But, yeah, mainly Detroit. That's a team I think we're all just waiting to come see come back up. Detroit. What about you, JP? What you want to who who you think was it? I mean, mm, I will say, I always feel like the teams that, uh, but basketball is different than football. The biggest winner of the NBA draft, I feel like, will actually benefit from their picks versus being like, oh man, we're back to square one again here in a few years. Um, but I will say, I, I give my kudos to the Magic because that's that's the one that a lot of people have been raving about the most is the Magic. Actually, uh, they've been hating on it because they didn't tell them who the pick was, so they've been very salty. True. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I, and the I same get, people who are praising Paulo were saying, "Nah, he's he he's gonna be a bust." It's been hilarious to watch. Like, yeah, but like I said, I, I give it to the Magic. I think I think they finally are getting pieces because they have Markel Fultz. They've got Banchero and they got Wendell Carter was solid both ways. He was twenty and ten. He he was keeping top centers down horrible. If you look up the stats on Embiid when he played Wendell Carter, and you look up the stats on Carl Anthony Towns when he played Wendell Carter, they ugly. Mm. Hey, so I got I got one question for you. How do you respond about um everyone making fun of the magic saying that that the um this that Paulo Banchero is going to be a Laker like all the other past Magic number one picks. How do you feel about that? Did Penny Penny never went to the Lakers, and technically it was Chris Webber who was the number one pick, and Chris Webber never never ended up on the the Lakers. Penny never ended up on the Lakers. Well, I mean, I'm talking in the sense of Just Shaq, Shaq and Dwight. Well, how, how do you feel about those? Dwight go through a process of getting to the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't go straight from the Magic to the Lakers. Well, well, that was well, a trade. They had to sign and trade him. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dwight did have a few years in Orlando versus Shaq. Shaq just left like immediately. Well, there was also to that thing with Kobe and Shaq, where after Shaq left, like Shaq basically, well, there people basically said he can't do it without Shaq, but then he did. He won two more. Um, the other thing too that's interesting about that, actually, and I, I, I hate to hurt you guys, your guys' feelings again with this, but the Kobe and Shaq Lakers are actually the last North American sports team repeat now that the Lightning have lost game six. I know I hate, I hate to say that about the – Painted Cup. Let's move. <laughs> nah, it's the way – that that team is just, like, just crazy. Yeah, the Avalanche were, were a very good but, team. I'll say that. I mean, I even mean, if we had point, it would still been a very difficult series, I would say. I don't know if Clay didn't blow out his ACL if Golden State could have three-peated, but I don't know if even KD blew out his Achilles if they would have three-peated still, but they were the closest one beside the Lightning in the last decade. It's so pissed. hard. Well, the Patriots – no, the Patriots never did. No, they couldn't. No. Nobody's, nobody's gotten no, back, back in a long time. What, that yeah. one time. It's hard to – it's hard to three-peat, man. It really is. Because, yeah, the Patriots, they didn't because they won it in 03 and they won it in 04. They didn't get back in 05 because that was the year the Steelers won over the Seahawks. Um, but, yeah, it's, dude, it's so hard to three-peat, man, especially in this day and age with you know what? recaps. The Detroit, I think, was the closest. They had one back-to-back, and Crosby came and ruined it. Red Wings? And 08. Mm. The Red Wings won, I think, 06, 07, and Crosby ruined them in 08. I mean, I mean you them, could also them put were the Astros. closest, and that was a Game 7 winner. I mean, I'll be completely honest with you guys. I mean, we could put the asterisk like the Lakers as well because of how much referee help they did versus the Kings' um, Western Conference Series. That <sighs> we, we, I mean, we could put an asterisk on it technically. There- there's always asterisks that you can put on things. I think the only the only one you can't really put an asterisk on is the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can put asterisks on the Lakers. You can put asterisks. Well, just let him go. I no, he sees a shadow. Yeah. Let him go. Yeah, let him go. Um, but yeah, I think the only one you can't really put an asterisks on is the is the Chicago Bulls. I mean, but I mean, the closer, the more modern day you get, like the more into the new millennium that you get. The more there's going to be asterisks. Look, people put an asterisk on the first Bucks Super Bowl. People put an asterisk on the Lakers if they want. People put an asterisk on the the Patriots Seahawks Super Bowl. There, there's always going to be like skepticism and everything. There's I no, mean, there's- I mean, the only reason why I said the asterisk for the, for that Lakers one is because I mean, it, it's, it's been questioned, reviewed. A referee got lost his job because of it. So I mean, it was like a whole. Du- it was like a whole investigation to kind of back it 30 up. 30 for 30. Yeah, exactly. Actually, there's an asterisk on the third Super Bowl between the uh, New York Jets and the Baltimore Colts. That's what, 60s? Yeah, that's like 69, I believe it was. Yeah, it was 69. Yeah, I, it's been a while since anybody – the NFL, it's – I think – Yeah. Reason why it's is because the only reason why they say there's an asterisk on it is because the way Joe Namath declared victory. Oh yeah, I got you. That's a yeah. good one, actually. Would y'all say it's an asterisk? Um, asterisk. if Miami had one, I, I think it's an if. That's an if. That's a strong if. They. Ooh. I, I mean, I, I I don't know. I mean, that was a fun I mean, series, wasn't it? Hmm. That was, that was six. Game. That was the game. That went to six. Yeah, it went to six. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I we already putting an asterisk on the Lakers. Yeah, that, that championship for the Lakers got that got an asterisk. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they put asterisks on a lot of bubbles, bubble things and stuff. So I mean, I feel like no, if- you know why it's an asterisk for the bubble because what, what who went down like you know the injuries and stuff that happened. Yeah, in the West. I mean, um, what's his name? Um, that the Pacers guy that, and, and even Jr. Smith said everybody was high as hell during that that cup ring. That makes sense. That's true. I mean, 
I mean, I mean, what, what's his name? Um, on on the Pacers, he was like having a good time there until TJ Warren. TJ Warren. I mean, that's a that's an example of a bubble asterisk. But then, like, if you look on the NHL side of things, I mean, were there any teams that were actually going completely crazy, like how, like how NBA teams were? In, well, you can think about it too. You... There were no shockers in the NHL for the bubble. Yeah, that, the most yeah, that's... day was Montreal making the playoffs. But, in the bubble, but even then, but. you have to think about it like this, though. You you dropped a bunch of young men in the happiest place in the world with as much freedom as they could possibly have in the middle of Florida. Even you can expect to happen. Versus you dropped a bunch of hockey players that are no. They're two separate series. Two they're, separate yeah, they're no nonsense in Toronto and Edmonton. Exactly, and then you like it's and weird. they're playing different and Canada cities. Was shut, the, shut down, Canada and, was shut down during that. And, exactly. and you could say they were actually playing in actual arenas, they were playing in actual arenas, not Disney Wild World of Sports, where exactly. AAU no. basketball tournaments are being held for crying out loud. Exactly, so I think it's kind of simple to say that I think the NBA bubble had more free run than the NHL bubble. But yeah. I do. I will say I think if Miami had beat LA, there would have been some asterisks and there would have been some skepticisms there by some conspiracy theorists. Without yeah, but I mean that bubble I mean, has been proven to be an asterisk championship because Lakers haven't done daily squat since. That's true. That's true. And that's and, true. and Frank Vogel is not out of a job versus back then he looked like a defensive genius. I think that, that that championship, LeBron wanted to get that for, for the franchise because it's been a while. And then also, too, because – The Kobe stuff. Yeah, Kobe had just passed away like that January, and that was what over the summer. They wanted yeah. to finish the season. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I, I, I kind of felt like that was kind of set up for the Lakers. Yeah, it, I, I, will, I, I agree. Um, but now we go to hot topics. Um, first and foremost, I – Hot topic I want to bring up, or hot take, I, I just question, but you go say, first. Um, how much different would that um, Stanley Cup series would have been if Brandon Point was healthy? Would, would we have one and six? Would we have one and seven? Would we have even one and five? One and five. I would not say one and five. I'd probably say one and six. Avalanche game one good. would have been a win. Game, but if he was healthy, when he played game one, he couldn't move for diddly squat. Game yeah, one, yeah, like game, game four. Game one and game four would have been wins. Yeah, and it might have been, done, been done in six. That would have been done. If six at the most would have probably been done in five, personally. But then again, you also got to go back and look in 2015. I mean, every team, they always have their injuries. But Tower Johnson, 2015, he was the he was the forefront engine for Tampa in that run. And he oh, broke yeah. his wrist game one in Chicago. He, he wasn't the same. He couldn't score. He had, like... 13 or 14 goals before the cup even started and he couldn't he couldn't hold a stick barely ben bishop had a torn groin he was on painkillers for the most part vasilevsky had to come in and win a game yeah 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 that's well, how vasilevsky vasilevsky. Came the uh the youngest Go- goalie, goalie to win a game in the uh, in the stanley cup goalies don't come three years after they draft into the nhl and play like that let's say that's right goalies generally don't come out and be good until they're 24 25 Vasilevsky wasn't even 22 yet. I think it was like 21 or 20. I, I will, yeah, he was a baby because he's 28 now, and that was seven years ago. So you're 21. I'll get you that because, honestly, I was looking at that when Ben Bishop went down with that broken leg, and I was like, who is this guy? I was like, well, let's see what he can do. I mean, I'll be, uh, I mean to, I'll be honest, Vasilevsky did um, live up to the – the expectations of that series for how hmm. bad it was. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, like this. I, I, I'm gonna set out on this one because I have no clue what's going on exactly. I got a hot another PJ peeps. Why is everyone making a big deal between the 70 million and the JSU 1 million? Oh dear, no, see, because there is a JSU smart aleck that had the nerve to say. Because the March 100 went to Paris to go shake their behinds, <laughs> like they spent. That's they they can't get a payout like Jackson State just got from Puffy. First of all, I want to say this because evidently I mean, Jackson State nobody, has been known to say some stupid things. 
That was him, America. But um, <laughs> I will know some of their fans on Twitter have should not I'm, have been given a keyboard. Again, I. Do you really want me to give my opinion on that? <laughs> oh, fly, I, I I've done this for a year now. Eleven months now. I've been doing this. I I've seen the craziness being said. Who should um, not be? But I mean, look, it all started because the Jackson State person decided to say FAMU was a broke school. Um, truth is, is P Diddy's giving one million to Jackson State. Well, Dion in Jackson State and Howard University. So, um, mm-hmm. I, I I respect it. P Diddy went to Howard. So okay, that's that's perfectly fine. And then and Dion's Dion. Yeah, Dion is Dion. So Jackson State's going to be taken care of. Let's call a spade a spade. Um, I'm gonna throw this in right now. Um, Jackson State would not even been relevant if Deion Sanders was there. Let's be let's let's just get out. Of, let's just get this oh, out. Of he just opened the floodgates. Yeah, he did. I'm but it's true. It's I true. Know. Am I wrong? I didn't say that, but. They could crucify me and be like, what the hell? A brown man is talking about HBCU hey. football. I'm hey. like, no, what they say is we were, um, we're, we're not or something for, um, we're what's it called? Uh, PWCs? PWIs. We're not suckers because PWIs. There we go. Yeah. What does that if mean? You watch the SEC on CBS on Saturday at 3 30. We're not suckers. <laughs> that was the funny thing. That I will never forget. Um, We're like, recapping the season. I know. Yeah, we have to recap the whole season now. What happened? What's happened in the past couple of months? Uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. And then family, you got seventy million from the state to fix a broken boiler, uh, which under, understandable, understandably is so. And I'm going to be honest with you, fam. You deserves to get more. If you ask me, I think this. And don't. You might say this number's too much, but FAMU deserves probably nine hundred million from the state. If I'm being completely they're, honest, they're just saying. I mean, I mean, let's be completely honest. Florida schools are already right. underfunded, so I mean, take the money if you can. But I could also throw in there that on Florida, Florida, FAM. Oh my goodness, Florida A&M. Yeah, Florida A&M. You can take them, take those darn <laughs> shits off. Oh my, oh my yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. I do want to say this. Um, there is a lot more um support going for Florida AM for sure, especially with LeBron James and other notable big figures. Exactly. There's just more support. I mean, that's what that's what I'm saying. The support for Jackson State versus the support for Florida AM is completely different tiers. And I mean, and I'm I'm gonna say it again. Deion Sanders is the only reason why Jackson State has been getting attention and relevancy lately. I will say this. I'm going to be honest. I mean, it just shows how powerful Deion Sanders is. I will say this, and I'm going to be honest. I've seen seen HBCU Twitter since 2017, where it's come from and where it is now, because it's 2022 now. Um, Honestly, in between 2017 and now, no, there was no sign or talk heavy of Jackson State prior to Dion coming in. If I must be completely honest, I that's just my take of it. Maybe it's because FAMU was in the MIAC and Jackson State was in the SWAC, but like, let's be honest with you. Let's be honest. Like, they yes, they have a good attendance. They really do. They they pack out Mississippi Veterans Stadium or whatever it's called. They pack it out every Sunday because that's what you do, and that's what they do in the SWAC. And Jackson State's one of those little fan bases, but nobody heard of them. And honestly, there's a lot of people bring up some good facts. You know, if if Dion was not at Jackson State, would Jackson State have all these top talents? And honestly, too, I say this: if FAMU did not have Willie Simmons, where do we really think Dion would be right now as head coach? Like it's it's pretty obvious because I mean Dion loves Tallahassee. He played his college ball there. He probably wanted his sons to play college ball there because both his sons had offers to FAMU. I'm pretty sure at one point because they both took official visits there when Prime was coming through Tallahassee. Um, but this one's interesting too. Y'all saw the book of T said about FAMU and is one of the most ignorant things I've ever heard. Yeah, again, I'm I'm not gonna value the opinion of someone from Alcorn because. <laughs> Well, first of all, Alcorn's band performed at a Walmart. If y'all didn't, know. <laughs> and, and 
I don't know if that was in the produce section, but it was right there in the entrance. Wait, wait, wait. inside the store? Yes, inside the store. Mm. Alcorn burned me enough. I'll entertain it, please. I, I it was like outside. I mean, I would probably give them a little bit more respect, but inside of Walmart, come exactly. on. You went I to- mean, let's, let's, listen, the Walmart traversity of bothering people in there needs to stop. And I'm talking about people just going there and spreading their agenda or people or like YouTuber pranks. Walmart pranks are getting old. I'm calling the kettle black. I know. I looked at you when you said that. Hey, no, no, no. no. <laughs> All right, back, back no, on no, top. No, but, back but, on but, top. I mean, on a serious note, I mean, the, the genre is being overdone now. I'm going to say that. I, all I, right. I, I agree. Honest, honestly, all things aside, um, yes. I would have liked to have been in Paris last week, or was it two weeks ago? I it was very much like been. It was last. It was last week. Um, yeah, it was last week. I thought it was our time. But um, yeah, August twelfth, the Family preseason breakdown video will come out. We'll be talking about players to watch for MU for all the teams on the schedule this season as well. And what's what's it going to take to get to the SWAC title game? What's it going to take to get to the Celebration Bowl? Um, and quite honestly, look. I'm going to just come flat out flat out and say it. Enough of the talking from both sides. I, and I'm sure both of these guys are ready, too, to just see Willie Simmons and this staff and this team go down to Miami Gardens. Labor Day weekend, right? Labor Day weekend and proverbially kick the shit out of Jackson State. Watch I'm, it be another 7-6 game and hopefully to nah, do it. Nah, as a grad senior, he right as a kicker now? Oh, yeah. wait. Wait, say again? Isn't it a a grad guy? Is the new he he's, he came back to be the kicker, right? It's the same kicker. Oh yeah, you talking about Jose Romero Martinez? Yeah, yeah, he's back. He's back. Um, he's back off of an ACL tear. Two questions. Um, starting quarterback position on the. Uh, Do I go undefeated in my uh, famu picks? Is it? Is it, Ooh. is it? Is it a guy from last year, or is it going to be someone new? I'm actually completely out of a little bit of Florida and I'm at the moment. Look, honestly, it's a battle between McKay and Musa right now, the Vandy transfer. A lot of people want the, uh, Musa to start because he's an SEC guy. He came from the SEC, so he's he's played in tougher environments and tougher games. <clears throat> Blake Barnett doesn't mean shit. Yeah, it doesn't um, mean anything. I will say I like his style of play. I, I, I commend it. But we also need to not – we need to not – Give it right away to McKay. Oh, we got we have wait, hold up. Yeah. Feel how South Carolina felt going to the celebration. Yeah, I agree. Because there was a lot of there was a lot that was exposed in that celebration bowl tape, which is what people don't want to acknowledge. Because South Carolina State physically beat the crap out of Jackson State. And you had a situation now where teams know how to wait, the lightning made a trade already? Wow. Yeah, it was with the Kraken, but it was for the draft pick. It was wow. like a small trade down. But yes, I'm I'm with you. I th- I think they should now. Because like I said, people know how to attack Jackson State now schematically from an offensive perspective. Because week one, I feel like I feel like there should have been a game played before that because you had a situation where they went into that game and they faced that four three front or no that three four front and didn't know how to respond to it. And so now you do because now you've seen their size, you've seen their speed, you know where to go with the ball. And honestly, too, back to what back to what Flash was saying about um about McKay versus Musa. McKay's eleven and three as a starter. Say say what you may, the team was a heavy run based not heavy run based, but the team was more favorable favorably run team and Willie Simmons had to adjust his style of oh, not junior. But again, I wouldn't sell McKay short. If I honestly do think at it, at this moment right now, as we get closer to August 27th, McKay will be the starter against UNC. I don't know if he starts them a game of peace or if he goes with whoever has the better fall camp. But right now, I think you do have to, if I had to decide it right now today, I think it is Rashawn McKay who starts at QB going into going into Chapel Hill. Now who finishes the game? I don't know. I'm not expecting FAMU to beat UNC, but I'm expecting McKay to start. I think you need to go into that game expecting, you know, 
seeing what you have, what, what do you have to work with? How do you schematically put everybody in certain packages? And then from there you roll into Miami with a loaded deck. Hence why I say I'm, I'm ready. I'd really love to see Miami kick the shit out of Jackson state. I would say this, um, listen, like back to what Ace said about the Blake Barnett and stuff. Just because a quarterback transfer from an SEC does not mean you should just give him the ropes right away just because he played in the SEC, you know? I mean, there's no, a reason. Because, I mean, listen, I mean, it's been shown with Blake Barnett that he was not really that good of a quarterback on the collegiate <clears> level. <throat> Granted, though, I mean, we, we could also blame on um, <clears throat> Coach Strong, but that's another debate for, for another time. Peeps, I do have one more question. Where the hell did you get your sources about Russell Westbrook and all that bad stuff? I need to know your sources. You can ask me. I got a good topic to talk about. We're going back to Westbrook. Yeah, I, I really need to. I need. I need to check on Jordan's sources. We can talk about it after we if, go off there. If it's a skip, yeah, we'll talk about that after the end or one oh. one of those. Um, no, no, you good, Ashton. You did bring up some good points, but I'm gonna say this right now. The media never liked Russell Westbrook, and right now they're just enjoying their times and beating their stuff off. The love affair here. With, it's just, what what, it's what just Russell so, Westbrook? I don't right? know how to explain it. You, you, you really can't trust the media right now at the moment when it comes to Russell Westbrook. His love affair is stronger than my hate affair for Jared Cook. I thought your, I thought your hate affair mm-hmm. should be stronger with, um, what's his name? Um, the the guy, the, that ugly dude in um, Cincinnati to play defensive back. What's his name? Oh, Eli Apple, no, he, he's just trash. I don't have to worry about him. He didn't cost me any games. So, so, <laughs> someone got to check out the trash. I was going to say Marcus Williams cost him a game, remember, against Stephon Diggs. Uh, no, nah, but he, he, he played solid for three more years, so I ain't really hate on Marcus too much. Um, this I, other I, thing I, too. I think we do hate Eli Apple for obvious reasons, and it's because he I got we got some other stuff to talk about. We already talked about Russ, and we already did that. Let's come on. This other right, scary, I'm scary. Seeing, I'm seeing this thing here about the Godwin deal being at an absolute steal. Yes, I was gonna try to talk about it. scary. Terry just got three years, seventy-one million. Chris mm-hmm. Godwin got three years, sixty million. Now, okay, for one, have you? I mean, Terry, Godwin injury, but. Big up to Terry McLaurin. He deserved it, I will say, because mm-hmm. he's a heck of a talent on a bad team. And I feel like he yeah, could. But um, also, too, we have to remember this. Godwin, yes, did tear his ACL. And then, and then at the same time, too, uh, I say this. Point me to a guy that played with Tom Brady, whether it be the Bucks or the Patriots, that made a killing because no one ever did. You're gonna get you're gonna get exactly what you deserve. I want to say I hate to say it like that because that sounds very like lashing of me, but he I think Chris Godwin got a good deal out of this. Everyone got three year deals and a decent asking price. That was enough to accommodate everybody and that was team friendly because I think they realized that they can still do this. I honestly I I've heard I've gotten mixed reactions about this from a lot of people from Brady. I don't know if this is it for Brady or not. If it is, you got to go out on top. If it's not, I feel like he is coming back because every it's kind of ironic. Everybody got three-year deals. Mm-hmm. Brady has to win another Super Bowl for the expectations of Tom Brady, assuming he doesn't fall off or anything. I don't think he's going to fall I doubt off. He, I don't think he'll fall off, sadly. The man's 45. That doesn't mean anything. So I mean, I mean, listen. Well, I mean, he's he's really falling off unless he does put have a defensive lineman in his face. Yeah, he does have a good line. So all you gotta do is just sling the ball around. So exactly. Um, what was in practice if he has a good line? I, I do need to bring up one more thing. We did um kind of go over it. What do you think about um Arch Manning going go to the, uh, UT Longhorns? Go ahead, Ace. About Sorry. Arch Manning, I don't, I don't know if he's gonna still be committed to. Uh, Texas come later on this year or next year. It's a hot I mean, topic. Yes, signing day, but I mean, I the the NIL for him is probably at least a hundred million. Yeah, it's true. NIL does change a lot of things in the game of college football. I'm gonna say this though: I've seen too many times where a kid verbally commits to one school, posts on Twitter, <laughs> and. Listen, um, they eventually flip by signing day. So I think, I, th- I think these days a commitment is not a commitment. You might as well just 
call it like one of your side pieces you just want to glorify out there at this point. That's really what a commitment is until you sign that paper. That that, that that's fair. Um, I will say like, look, the Mannings, they don't need. I'll say, look, the Mannings don't need. They don't need to go to school like Alabama. They don't need. No, he didn't. He doesn't even need a school like Alabama. Alabama hasn't produced a successful QB yet. Given given, we're hoping Tua and Jalen Hurts work out, but they have not produced a quality QB as of yet. I think okay. Jalen Hurts is currently on, on, on outside of Joe Namath. I'll say that, but uh, honestly, like I, I'm not mad at him for going to Texas. If he wants to go to Texas, he can. If Texas has apparently been recruiting very well, that doesn't mean Texas is back. Is back. Look, honestly, Peyton Peyton never beat Florida. He never did. Go back and look at the history. Um, Eli Ole Miss at the public switching sanctions at the time when he got there. So I mean it's it's it really doesn't mean anything, honestly. He needs to go there and be the best version of himself, and then when he gets out, he's gonna go somewhere where he can be a top-notch QB and a, and a first-round draft pick. So, like, that that's what it's going to be. That is honestly what this is. Now, again, like Flash said, nothing is for certain. He can still get to signing day, and he can flip and put on that uh, Travis Hunter. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, who knows? He might, he might decide to go to Kansas for crying out loud, even though I probably doubt he would. I mean, he'd be a college <laughs> legend if he – Won a championship in Kansas. <laughs> listen, listen. When it comes to college football, it's not only a good quarterback you need; it's everything around. Yeah, no, I'm saying. I was trying to joke a- about the Kansas part, but I mean, you never know. He, his gut might tell him to go to some smaller school or a lesser name school for football, and he and he could make a very great run. And he would still make the draft. That's because he's a man. He's going to be in the league because of his last name is Manny. It's written last, in the last, last topic before we talk about men and all whatever the hell you just said. Um, so I was talking to Steve earlier about um, some college stuff. So he was talking about how Florida needs to up their uh, funding for the NILs and stuff because they're getting got right now. And, and Florida universities as a whole because he said – he apparently he said it, I guess, on his last episode. He was like – Miami, Miami could be the best school in Florida next season, and I mean, I I don't know if you guys want to talk about it, but well, he did say, I, he said I, Miami is building building something down there right now. Well, I say it like this: I, well, Miami is an easier sell versus the rest of the state because you have to look at so many outlets down there. You have South Beach, you've got just you've got DJ Khaled's restaurant, The Licking. Yeah, that has two locations down there. Food's pretty Miami, fun. If, if if you like take out the ghetto out of Miami, Miami is is, and you look at the nice part of Miami, it is like an absolute stellar city, right? Because it is one of the top notch cities in America, one of the most expensive cities for crying out loud. Rich, wealthy people, and you right, can't JP, find them. But there's a ghetto everywhere. There's a ghetto <laughs> in Atlanta. But, well, well, do you know what the original definition of ghetto was? I know what the original definition of a ghetto is, but I mean, listen. I mean, if you take out the bad parts, not fair. I want to hear the answer to this. I, I really don't think right now Miami is very known for those bad parts, mainly because of I'm football. Not fair. All the talents because of Liberty City, Miami Central, mm-hmm. Miami Northwestern, Carroll City, yada yada yada. That's what we think when we hear Miami, but we keep forgetting about the very nice parts of Miami. I mean, I, I think about South Beach and women. Yeah, that the. That's all you had to say. Woman. I don't know what you had to get into all that other stuff. But. I, I think about Miami Vice as well. but There was one. I don't know if you guys want to call this a hot topic, but it's a point of discussion, but no one's really been talking about it. How bad Tampa Bay Lightning have been at drafting since 2016? And how bad they have been at getting young free agents to sign with them? There's been a lot of quality players coming out of Tampa in the NHL nowadays, like the Tampa Bay, Florida area, and they haven't been able to convince them to come home yet. And the only player from since 2016 who's made the team is Ross Colton. Hmm. They have Brett Howden. He got traded from McDonough, and players named, picked after him were Sebastian Ajo, who's a superstar. 
and Alex Dabrinkit, who has been the third highest goal scorer in the last three years. Hmm. So I'm just putting that out there. Tampa needs to nail this draft, and apparently that trade was not real. It was oh. a mock trade, and it got me, oh. so that's my fault. Oh, but, look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this man finally showed us behind. You know what? We start, and he left. Yeah. And he's gone. Bring oh. him back. We're not ending until he comes back because he wanted to give his thoughts on the Lightning. And you know what? We haven't even run an hour yet. It says we an hour, but we didn't start till 8-10. So yeah, as a season finale, we end long. If care. he does, if he does come, I mean, we we opened him in, but I mean, if he comes back, uh, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll do the closing and we'll drag it out until he comes back. Like, I guess we should drag it out. Uh, so um, Alton, come back here. I, I can I can make fun of all the lightning bad draft picks if you want. Girl, which, which background can we can we use <laughs> on here? I guess we no. We I can't don't one. even know what the hell that is. No, I'll we'll just use that one of Brady and Evans. Yeah, All right, cool. Where'd he go? He left. And then he came in and he left. But um what a letdown. What a letdown. All right. Well All right. I guess if he's, if he's not coming back, I guess we can just go ahead and wrap this up. Um but yeah, folks, this was a good season with these two. They did a great job. Well, mainly me. Well, yeah. The last run podcast until the last two weeks. Yeah. What he 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 did good. Hey, I love I love the energy from Flash tonight. Just going after facts and stuff. Going after well, partial oh. defending Chinda. Partial, yeah. I, was I, 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 I gotta clear out the media bias because you know I, I'm kind of getting sick of seeing ESPN and Fox Sports. Just you know their, their agenda and bias has been showing a lot. And. I don't know if I want to go back talking about Russell Westbrook again, but the one that irritates me oh, boy. is seeing Kendrick Perkins, a former Russ teammate who used to defend him. And like, he's going back to Russell Westbrook. On oh, ESPN. Is now, is now playing. I'm switching sides now and has been hating a lot. I mean, we're dragging it out for Dalton, so I, I mean, fine. You know, the media yeah. does have a bad agenda against Russell Westbrook, unfortunately. I need to get that boy Russell Westbrook jersey for Christmas or something. Um, folks, we appreciate you guys joining us this evening. Uh, yeah. If you haven't already, the family preseason breakdown video will be out August 12th. Like I said, I'm be breaking down all of it. Uh, I... NFL preview. Is that him coming on right now? He did come he, back. He, did come he came back. back. You are so – you talk about colored people time. You are late. This, I mean, unless you think this man is the definition of black people time. I think he thought it was 8 p.m. Central, not 8 p.m. Eastern, because it's 8, 8, 10 Central right now. But we told him before. You know what? <laughs> we can't even hear you. Yeah, we can't even hear him. His audio is not even hear him. <laughs> 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 We're just a bunch of guys fooling around. Get your oh, audio boy. on. Plug in the mic. HP. Showing off the HP keyboard there. Lord have mercy. Hewitt Packard. Lord have mercy. Ah, man, you, you want what's funny? But anyway, guys, while, while he's figuring to hit it up the audio, you know, preseason breakdowns are coming out, what, mid-July? I mean, yeah, the last I will be two, out for a couple of weeks. So NFL ones. Me and Chad are putting in work. Uh, me and – I'll do mine last. Me and Flash are going to put in work. Yeah, me and Ace. Ace, you need to get your butt off the couch and – Bring you behind on. Yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. You, you, you should probably get. I that. got the best. Right. I got the best division to do, and also the memeable division to do. So that's true. He does. That is very true. I, got I don't the know about the best but he does. He definitely have the most memeable division already. I mean, the really. AFC West is the best division. What do you want about? Uh, AFC North could have AFC. an argument about it. Okay, I'm. I'm not even gonna. Dalton, hurry up and fix your audio so we can just talk about the AFC North does have an argument for the AFC West. In terms I feel of like we need to like set up like a fight night on this app. And he's gonna get that's it. the point of this show, apparently. But you guys told me to ease off a bit. You on know that. what? Oh. We'll we'll end this show and then we'll just start a separate little mini part. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, yeah, like, yeah let's do that. Let, let yeah, be a friend, tell a friend, like, share, subscribe. 
You see them on Twitter to get more people going so we can spread the love and have guys like Ashton come on the chat and we can talk about some really good stuff, actually. Lately, I have been um, DMing some folks to um, come on the show, so we'll see what they say. I mean, I'm still talking. Next season. I got got a guy for the Magic, I got a guy for the Lightning, and I got a guy for the NFL. So we good. I got a guy. Yes, we'll be back as well. You know, I'll give you a hint. talking and we're talking. I, I know. Like, I, I don't even know what he's doing. You guys were talking. <laughs> no, because we're about to just hit the credits. Can we, can we hit the credits? Wait, yeah, let's hit the credits. This is a season just in a nutshell. Just guys moving around. Exactly. Take care.